Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Time, remember this. Okay, so I'm going to be able to really talk to you. So really lock in. I'm not going to keep you all night because it's going to give you some weight in this thing. So I want you to get it. So I want you to get ready, take a good note sheet, get a new fresh note page, and let's look at this thing. Revelation will take you further than anything time can give you. Revelation, you got to have revelation. Time's not going to reveal anything. You know what I'm saying? So revelation gives you access to God's greater blessing. Revelation gives you more than time will ever give you. Time's going to change nothing. Truth will. Okay? So it's going to be really good in here. I really want you guys to prosper at another level. And you're going to do it. It doesn't make a difference where you're at in life. You could always go higher. Some of you have a mission and a mandate to be givers. It was funny. It was funny. Some of you, you know, some of you know a little bit more than, than others. And some of you guys in this room, you know, God has called you to be a, an end-time financial giver. They just want to make money. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. Being serious. You know, like all, I, got, I know guys that all they want to do is make money. And we're going to talk about money so we could lose all that drama. That's why I didn't want to do it on a Sunday because you get all that unbelief in here and people are like, you know, well, you're going to talk about money. There's some people in the body of Christ that have been sent on an assignment just to make money. To, you never hear about the gifts? He said these are the gifts in the church, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. And he said what? He said helps. And what else? Increase. Well, giving, the gift of giving. People have the gift of giving. It's a gift financial opportunity to be givers at a greater level. And I'm not going to sit here and critique your gift. Because you know what? You can't do anything without money. You could preach all day long. If you don't have money to go somewhere, you know, who's going to listen to you? You can't, nobody can hear you. So you might have the gift of giving, and if you got the, and that's not, there's no manipulative movement, you know what I mean? If you got the gift of giving, then stay in your gift. There's nothing wrong with being a businessman. There's nothing wrong with being a giver. A lot of you guys want to give. A lot of you guys do this. But you might have the gift of giving. I, mean, I had that friend, you know, Pastor Liz talks about him all the time. We were in Nicaragua, and I said, what do you do? He goes, I just make money and give it away. I said, well, oh, that's the first guy I ever met like that. I was like, serious. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, he goes, I gave away money. And he was talking about ministries, you know. Well, I could use Brother T.L. because Brother T.L. has passed away. He said, Brother T.L. Osborne called me up and needed $80,000. I said, $80,000 for what? He said, he needed $80,000 to finish a crusade in Africa. He said, I wrote a check. He said, I had to get done. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you going to do? You got to you gonna go, you know what I'm saying? Everything takes money. So a guy that went to work, who's more important? You know, you know what I'm saying? It all goes back to God, but no, no one, you can't get a platform if there ain't no platform built. You know what I'm saying? So everybody works together. So let's lose all those stigmas, get rid of it. Let's look at the word of God. Because I got a lot of material I want to give you. So I'd rather do that. But don't worry about your lane. Stay in your lane. Is that okay? Some of you just want to make money, and you get excited about making money and giving it away. Some people, you know, want to just be, hey, whatever. Some people just want to know more about for you, and that's okay, okay? So Galatians 3.13, I'm going to give you like a bunch of scriptures. I want you to get them, and I want you to write them down. And I really believe that increase, increase is, is what God wants for you because he removed the curse so you can be blessed. Amen? Now, the blessing, the blessing is different. And if it gets hot in here, I don't know, I can't tell that, but if it gets warm, is it warm? Yeah, just maybe put it down a little bit. Okay, so increase, increase has removed a curse, and curse, being gone, has given you full opportunity to the blessing. Okay? And the blessing 
is the Galatians 3 blessing we're going to talk about, okay? Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law being made a curse for us, for it is what? Written, curse is everything that hangeth on a tree, right? Or everyone that hangeth on a tree, okay? See it? Christ redeemed me from the curse, okay? So we're going to go slow because I'm not, not in a hurry, okay? Being what? Made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now look at verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, okay? So, so here's an element. You got to have faith for your finances, okay? You have to believe, and you got to believe in the blessing. So go back to verse 13. Jesus, remove the curse, okay? What was the curse? The, now, you got to understand something. The curse of the law is specific, okay? Because the law was comprised of three things. Spiritual death, sickness and disease, and poverty. Okay? So write those down. What was the law? What was the curse of the law? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You see it? So in the law was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Okay? That was the, that was the law. Because remember in Deuteronomy, we're going to go there in a minute. Remember in Deuteronomy 28? When he tells you these blessings shall come on you if you shall hearken diligently into the voice of the Lord, he shall command the blessing to come upon you. You'll be blessed. He talks about the blessing everywhere. The curse came because of the law. Okay? When sin came in, poverty came in. Sick came in. In Eden, there was no, supposed to be no sick. In Eden, there was supposed to be no, no poverty. Sin brought sick in. You understand it? Do you see it? Remember Acts 10.38? Just write them down. How God anointed Jesus in Nazareth. Am I going, if I go too fast, I will go slow. Go too fast? How God anointed Jesus in Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healed all those oppressed of the devil. Sickness and disease is the devil's oppression. So Jesus, Acts 10.38, he was sent what Isaiah talks about, the anointing that destroys the yoke. Okay? The yoke being the bondage. The sick is gone. Why is the sick gone? Because the curse got removed, because Jesus paid the price for the curse, and now the blessing has been enforced. Does that make sense? He took the curse, put the bless. What's the blessing? The blessing of Abraham. Remember we talked about it? That was the blessing of Abraham was because of Abraham's faith. Abraham's faith gives me and you access to the blessing of what Jesus did on the cross. We get that through the new birth. Okay? So you got to get a revelation of prosperity at God's level because God ain't broke, God ain't stingy, and God ain't cheap. You see what I'm saying? So why am I explaining to you about the blessing? Because if you understand that the blessing is the key to the prospering, because here's the key. In the blessing is the wealth, is the health, and is the spiritual freedom. Okay? That's why he says in Galatians 3.29, if ye are Abraham's seed, then you're heir according to what? The promise. An heir, that's a fancy word, for I got an inheritance. And if ye be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed, an heir according to the promise. So you're an heir. So the blessing is on you because you're in the family of God. Okay? Now, I got news for you. If God owns all the silver, and God owns all the gold, and he owns everything, the earth and the fullness thereof belongs to the Lord, and if that's your inheritance, then me and you ain't looking at money right. Because if everything belongs to my father, 
and I'm an heir, and everything belongs to me. And I really believe no one's arrived here. We're all learning. I'm learning. You're learning. We're all learning. We're getting better. You've got to be getting good at receiving because you can get good at sowing, but you've got to learn how to receive it. You know what I mean? You've got to become a receiver of this thing. So we're looking. So in the curse was the poverty. We like to call it redemption. We've been redeemed from the curse law. Redemption means ransom. He paid the redemption price for you to be blessed. Jesus was the price paid for the blessing to be on your life. So now that, that means all bets are off because it's not up to you and your performance. He paid the ransom for it. So if he paid the ransom for it for what his life, then you got access to everything the blessing contains by faith. Not because you deserve it because you didn't die for it. He did. And because he did, he gave you access. You see it? That the blessing will come on you. That's Deuteronomy 28. Look at Deuteronomy 28. One. We'll read like the first six verses. You doing okay? So now we've got to get a capacity for the wealth. It's in the blessing. You understand that? Because the blessing makes me rich and addeth no sorrow. That's what the Bible says. For the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. What do you mean maketh rich? God wants you rich. Why does God want you rich? Because God ain't got no money unless you got money. Money don't come out the sky. It's in the church. It's in the earth. And if it doesn't get in the church, it'll never get into the Christian's hand. The earth's got no problem spending it stupidly. They squander it on nonsense. It's church over there selling stale donuts. You know what I mean? Trying to save eight bucks. And the earth's blowing it away like they got, because they got a concept of what? You got to use it. You understand it? You can't just hoard it up. But just get an understanding of this. God wants you to prosper. See, you can't let your job, your job's not your source. God is your source. You understand this? And you got to be willing and obedient to go, eat the good of land. You got to start with the little stuff. But I'm going to tell you what it comes down to. The Lord, Sunday, come to church is going to be good. I got these name, name tags I'm going to put on everybody. I'm going to need some props. So I need some of your help. Come Sunday, it's going to be good. Because what the Lord was showing me, we don't have a blessing problem. We got a soul problem. Your soul has a problem sometimes receiving what the Spirit of God has laid up for it. And that's the problem. We got a clogged soul. You know what I'm saying? Your soul gets, I'm going to talk about it tonight. Your soul gets clogged. And it cannot receive what God has already finished. Because John, Gospel of John says this. It says, and he finished. What do you mean finished? It means it's done. It's done. It's not about you creating it. It's about you receiving it. And faith lets you receive it at a greater level because it's already finished. Now, look, I don't know about you, but you shouldn't go. Don't go talking about money if you don't want to give no money away. You don't talk about prosperity unless you want to prosper me. So why God bring it up? He wants your joy to be filled. Look, God ain't got no problem you being a partner with him. You, don't, you understand what I mean by this? God's got no problem with it. Where are you going to go in a partnership with anybody that tells you, you, you give me like 25% and I'll keep 75%. Ain't nobody making a deal like that. God says, no problem. You give me, you give me, you give me the you give me the little, but I'll give you the much. This is beyond tithing. You see, people that tithe, they go, I tithe. Tithing's good to keep you safe. You owe the tithe. I'm talking about tithes and offerings. Specific seeds to bring increase into your life. You understand what I mean by that? Because some of you got a vision that's big. Man, my vision, my vision's bigger than my tithe. How about you? 
You know what I'm saying? And when your vision's bigger than your tithe, you look and go, well, how can I do it? You got to have offerings. So I tithe that of obedience, but I give offerings strategically. Right. I'm giving strategic tithes. If I got a seed and I can name it, I can claim this thing I'm going someplace. As long as I got a seed, as you put anything in a seed, you're guaranteed a harvest. See what I'm saying? Because here's what God, write this down. You know what the Lord told me? He said this, he said, I'll either give you the thing or I'll give you the money to get the thing. Man, it messed me up, Paul. I couldn't get it because I said, well, how are you going to do this? How are people going to understand what I'm believing for? Because I don't tell nobody nothing. You know how, like, you guys, you don't tell nobody nothing. You just sit on it. How's we going to know a specific? God said, you put it in the seed, and here's what I'll do. I'll either give you it or I'll give you the money for it, and I'll let you know when I give you the money if it's for it. I never told you to pay for nothing, kid. I told you to believe me for it. God ain't never stuck you with a tab a day in his life. He tells you, you like that house? He'll say, okay, believe me. He don't tell you to pay for nothing. He said, you like that? Believe me. Faith is the currency that moves heaven. Money's the currency that moves the earth. But if you got faith, woohoo, you make the money in the earth move. He said, I'll either give you two things. I'll give you it or I'll give you the money for it. You see it? So don't get nervous about it. God will figure it out. And don't worry about how he's going to get it. Look, if he could put money in a fish's mouth, he'll figure it out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to get, I don't care, God, if it falls out the sky. I, something weird can happen. I'm taking it. Amen? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about how he's going to do it. Just know he'll do it. Because some of you got too many questions. How you, how you going to get it? I got no money. I don't know nobody with no money. I don't know. You know what money I need? Don't be getting like that. You're getting limiting God with your finite mind and go, nobody knows me that good. Well, God knows you. You know what I'm saying? You sometimes get stuck like that. Like, how in the world is this going to happen? Don't worry about how it's going to happen. He said it's going to happen. Amen? Look at Deuteronomy 28.1. So remember, God said this, I'll either get you the money or I'll get you the thing, but I'll make sure you get it. That's why you got to have seed. I say name your seed. A lot of guys say not to. I don't buy it. I name it. You sow where you want to go, and you sow in the arena of what you want to reap. Does that make sense? And I'll tell you what, man, I'll tell you what. If you want, if you have something you want, you sow in that arena, you want shoes, you give shoes. I'm telling you, like produces like. You want money, you sow money. I'm telling you, man, I told you, right? Or if you, got, you want to do something, like I told you, right? You want some kind of thing, whatever you want, you might not be able to get the thing, but you can put the seed in the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when you want the house, you know what I mean? You want to want that? Man, say, man, what do I do? Pay somebody's rent. You got to go after the seed in their place where you're going. I'm telling you, it works. They say, I can't pay nobody's rent. Well, pay something towards somebody's rent. Pay something towards somebody's mortgage. Give Billy 50 bucks for his mortgage. Go, here you go, man. I'm starting somewhere. He'll take it. Now, look, you understand? You got How are you going to do it? You got you to put the seed. A seed produces of itself. You understand what I'm saying? Of its own kind. When I name my seed and put my seed in the dimension I want it in, guess what it'll do? My faith starts activating there. But if I don't have no seed in the arena where I want to go, how am I going to get there? You can't. You can't. You can't. You see it? So what do you say? Well, this is crazy. Well, crazy works. I'm telling you, it works. But now you do. You know how you get it? You start hearing guys at another level, they start talking about giving away big stuff. How are you going to give away big stuff? Easy. You work with the small stuff. And then when it gets bigger, you ain't got no problem with the big stuff. Because when you've seen it work with the small stuff, it'll work with the big stuff. 
You see it? You start talking about, well, somebody gave away, you know, such and such gave away this kind of stuff, and you get all shell-shocked. It starts with the fives. And the, I never forget Brother Norval. Brother Norval told me that story. They were, Nor they were Brother Norval, you know, back then. He said, Brother Copeland got that jet. You know, don't get mad at people on TV. And don't listen to these people. Whatever. Let people do what they want to do. Mind your own business. Get plain fade. Get car fade. Get whatever kind of fade you got. I don't know. There's a bunch of crazy wackadoos riding around all in the sky. They're nuts. Drinking and partying, acting like fools and whatever. Leave it alone. But I like this story. He went, Remember I told you? He went with Brother Colton. Brother Colton said, Brother Norval, I'm going to pick you up. Did he ever tell you that story at school? He said, Brother, Brother Colton, he called Brother Norval. He said, Brother Norval, I'm picking you up. And he said, okay. He said, when are you going to pick me up? He said, I got a meeting. And he said, I'll come get you. I got the plane. We're going to come get you the plane, drive where we're going to go. He said, okay. He said, Kenneth, can I ask you a question? He said, yeah. He goes, how many planes did you give away until you got this one? Now, wait a minute. He said, I never gave away a plane this good because we never had one. He said, but he started counting. I think he said 17. I think it was 17. It was either 14 or 17. Don't quote me. That's me. He counted. They were looking around him and Miss Gloria looking. They said, I think about 17, brother. The smaller ones, you know? Little, you know, Cessnas or whatever it was, whatever. 14 or 17, or he bought stuff or did stuff. Then the jet came. See, that's why you don't get mad at somebody's face. You don't know what seed they sowed. Ain't nobody's business what you got over here. You got 30 planes in the ground and they get it 17 million, whatever. Don't worry about that. It ain't your fate. It ain't your business. You might want a fancy ride, you know what I mean? You be paying car payments and doing stuff, and then you get a ride. I like it when you get a new car, because when you get a new car, I got a new car. You don't know I'm borrowing it? I like it when you get a new boat, praise the Lord. Why is that? You take me fishing. Hallelujah. Shandalabakalaba. I feel the Holy Ghost. You know, I can't wait for one of you to get a plane. You can fly me around. I don't want the bill. Hallelujah. Amen. You take it to Haiti and the Bahamas, and I'll take it preaching. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I love the Lord. Amen. Yeah, because whatever you get, I get. Hallelujah. You didn't know that? Yeah, whatever you get, I get. I borrow it when I want, and I bring it back. I bring it back with gas, but I ain't cleaning nothing. I'll tell you right now. I, I go fishing. it blood all over the place. I said, oh, can I go home? They're like, Pastor, just go home. Junior will tell you, he just lets me go home. Praise the Lord. I go, He's good. He's good. He's a good son. You know, he's like, get out of here. Go home, Pastor. You've messed something up. <laughs> I, saw, I drove the boat one time. They let me drive the boat one time. That was it. Yeah, they're out there, and lightning started coming out the sky. I said, I'm not staying out here with this going on. Boom and boom. And I said, no. They were like, want this still fish? I said, we're going home now. I got in that thing. I said, I don't know how to run it, but I know if you put it all the way down, it'll go. Man, it got out of that. It was coming out of the water. Mr. Bob, it came out of the water. You can hear it whining. It come out the water. They're in the back. They're like, Pastor, you are never allowed to drive the boat again. I said, we got home, didn't we? In record-breaking time. I, man, I'm out there floating around. Lightning starts. Boom, boom, boom. These dipwits want to fish. Oh, we'll go around the storm. I'm like, yeah, we're going home. Well, that's where we going, bro. No, I had enough of this. Deuteronomy 28.1, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken it. Say, willing and obedience brings increase. You got to be willing and obedient. You know, sometimes you're obedient, but you're not willing. Is that okay? Sometimes you're obedient, but you're not willing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, really? I got to do? You got to. And if it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently the voice of the Lord to observe and to do all his commandments, which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. That sounds like wealth. How are you going to get high above all the nations of the earth and you ain't prospering? Look, I'm going to tell you, the Proverbs says this, ain't nobody listening to a poor man, but they'll sit at the gate of the rich man and hear what he has to say. 
And that sounds bad. Yeah, you know, you should listen to everybody. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just helping you, man. You got what? It's influence. And your influence changes the world. And God said, I'm going to put you by. He's talking about Abraham. He put him high above the nations of the earth. They listened to him. Look at verse 2. Keep going. You know some of these scriptures. And these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. This is the blessing you cannot contain. It will overtake you. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. And what? You better observe to do all his commandments. Blessed shall be in the city and blessed thou shalt be in the field. You see it now? Now the blessings prosper in me. Now remember this. Your IQ ain't going to prosper you. Some of you are smart. Don't get me, don't, don't, don't think I'm not, I'm not belittling you, your brilliance. But your IQ ain't going to prosper you. Where you went to school ain't going to prosper you. How brilliant you are at where you, no, 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 no. He said the blessing. See, faith in the blessing will prosper you. That's why you got to ingrain yourself in the blessing, the message of the blessing. That I became blessed when I became what? With Christ. Jesus took the curse, and when we exchanged, what did he say when I took it? He said, I gave you my wealth, and I took your poverty. He who knew no sin became sin, so that what? He could put his what? Wealth on you and take your poverty. He made him to be sin who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And Jesus taking your poverty so he can make you rich. He exchanged it on the cross. Jesus became you know where Jesus was poor? One moment in time in his whole entire life on the cross when he took your poverty on him and gave you his wealth. He put on humanity and he gave you royalty. He exchanged it. Now you say, well, I don't see nobody doing it. Well, you got to get a revelation of it. You got to get a revelation. And you say, well, how in the world am I going to prosper? How in the world do I know? God just said, dude, the blessing will prosper you. See, it prospered everybody in that Bible. How did Abraham prosper? God made him rich. Abraham came and he said, no man made me rich. God made me rich. How God make him rich? He made him big in everything. Cattle. And so, favor. Man, I'm telling you right now, some of you, reason why you're sitting in the spot, favor hit your life a long time ago. I, they don't know why they're giving you jobs. I know why. They don't know why it's working out for you. I know why. You don't know why. Look like you got stuck in 32 setbacks, but God keeps pushing you through to the comeback. Why that? Favors making me loud. Favors making something happen. Favors on your life for an increase. Amen. Now you gotta put you gotta put faith in the blessing. You understand that? I'm blessed. Well, why are you blessed? You blessed with faith for Abraham because of faith. But Jesus put the blessing on you, and that's the key. So look what Deuteronomy says. Let's read four, five, and six because it'll help you. Keep going, right? Look at four. Blessed thou shalt be the fruit of the body and fruit of the ground and the fruit of the cattle, fruit of the increase, fruit of the kin, fruit of the flocks, full of the sheep. Go. Blessed thou shalt be that basket in thy store. Watch this. Six. Blessed thou shalt be when thou comes, and blessed shall be when they go. You want to read a little bit more? Watch this one. Keep going. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come against you one way, and they shall flee seven ways. I like eight, and then we leave it alone, okay? For the Lord shall command the blessing to come on you. God, let me tell you, so if God commands a blessing on you, you can't get off it. You can't rub it off, wash it off, get rid of it. It is on you, man. It is on you. But it's a revelation based upon the word of God that I got the blessing on me. You understand what I mean by that? The Lord shall command the blessing to come upon thee in this storehouse. That's your wealth. And in thy hand and everything thou shalt do, you shall bless the land which the Lord thy God giveth you. That means God is going to put the blessing on you so good, he ain't going to just ask you to take his act, command it to come on you. So what do you got to do? Number one, you got to work with it. Number one, you got to know you got it. 
Because if you don't know you got it, you live without it. Live like the broke church. See, that's the problem with the church. They got indoctrinated with false doctrine. You know what I'm saying? And they say, we ain't know everything's about money. Nothing's, that's, nothing's about money. We say, no, the preachers are crazy. Some preachers are crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. They are. They're nuts. They're out here for gain. But you got to understand something. That's just goofiness. Just because they're goofy don't mean you got to be goofy. And that don't mean the system ain't right. See, just because guys don't use the system right don't mean God's system's wrong. Does it make sense? That's why you're smart enough to know. I ain't giving nothing to no man. I'm giving it to God. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I understand there's a connection there, but you understand what I'm saying? We're giving it to the Lord. Amen? So let's look at his principles. What's this blessing he's talking about? He's talking about increase hitting your life. Now, here's the thing. If you ain't got no revelation, I'll keep you broke if I don't know nothing. It's God's honest truth. You're only going as far as the pulpit. Go to Philippians 2 and 1. It's true. If I, if I walk around with this broke mentality, you'll, you'll live broke. You will. You won't, you won't prosper at the level you can. You ever go somewhere where they, they don't want to talk about money? You didn't have no money when you were there. Not the money you got now. How many of you live, don't raise your hand. How many of you live in the best life you ever lived financially? You ain't got to raise your hand, but go slow. Ain't no mistake. I'm not taking, you understand what I mean? You're in the place where I expect it on you. Command it on your life. These people, want, these people are faithful. You get up every day go to work, man. You guys are up 3, 4 o'clock in the morning going to work. Guys are. Paul is. Other guys, this guy's working 12-hour days. The other Paul, 15, 16-hour days sometimes, working hard, man. I know some of you guys, you go down there at the, the plant, going back and forth, driving and making sure power and energy. I know what a little you do. Some of you fighting to make it, working this, going there, flying, doing, working, working at the hospital, traveling a little further, people working, doing work, working. Your job ain't your source, but you're working hard. I expect you to prosper. I command you to prosper. I stand there and say, God, ain't no devil in hell going to stop him from prospering. And you know what I do? I sow seed out of the church. You don't know nothing about it, but I do. Why? Because I want that blessing coming on. Roxanne's nodding her head because she got to write a check. What? We sow. Why we so? Because I don't know. You, you think this works, preacher? You got to live it. Yeah. You got to live it. Yeah. You understand that? You got to live it. So you're working hard. I expect you to increase. You know, you're scared to talk about money, Pastor, because I ain't scared to talk about money. Broke people, religious devils don't want you talking about money. That's why I don't want that unbelief in here. Oh, what are you going to talk about money for? So, well, so you can bother me all day? No. If they're, no, I'm telling you now, you got to learn this stuff. And people get mad like, well, you, what are you going to do? I want you to go to another level. You know what I'm saying? Pay for the college for them kids and take care of your needs. And say, well, I don't need none of that. Just give money away. I don't know what your dream is. Ain't none of my business unless you tell me it. But you guys got pressure, man. Money produces pressure, and I don't want no pressure on your life. So once you got the seed in the right place, pressure's off. You just like kick back and let God do it. And you're always going to have a little bit of pressure. Look what's in there. I want you to read this. I'm going to read these couple of verses. Then I'm going to tell you this. Because here's the problem. Your soul, now you got to get this. This is what I want to do. Because I can't keep you that late. Because there's a lot of stuff. Okay? But here's what happens. Your spirit is finished. Okay? Wealth and prosperity at the greatest level ever is already finished in God's eyes. Now God's trying to get it over to you. Your human spirit has to be able to receive it. And when your human spirit receives it, your soul gets in the way of it. Because your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions starts blocking it. Because you got, sometimes we get clogged in the soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotions starts clogging the blessing from getting to you. Because the only way the money is going to get into your bodily realm is it's got to get through your spirit. 
And if you keep shutting it down because of your crazy doctrine or your hang-ups and strongholds, we're going to have a problem. Well, I don't know nobody ever had money like that. Be the first one in the family. Praise be to God. That's how. And when you get it, tell them God got it to me. Glory to God. I don't know how I'm going to get that kind of that kind of, that kind of firm. It's going to be bigger than, yeah, that kind of firm. Bigger than all them other ones. How's it going to do it? He going to do it. Amen. Your soul just got to align with what's going on. You cannot be a rejecter of where God's trying to take you because then you limit what God can do for you. Now, when he said it was finished, he meant it's finished. Capacity to prosper is in the power of your hand. That's what the Bible said. He said, I give you the power to get wealth. Now it's based upon a revelation of how far you want to go with God, not about what... Listen to me, let's explain something to you. God does not have a prescribed wealth where you can go. It's up to you where you can go. And it's all based upon revelation in seed and faith. It all is. Because here's the thing. What can you receive? Whatever you can receive, God will give you. The problem is our soul kind of gets a little blocked because we cannot receive the capacity of where God's trying to take us because we hinder it by our mentality and our finite ability because we've been brainwashed to believe in a certain system that maybe we picked up that we should get rid of. So we're going to reprogram our mind. To see like God wants us to see, and we're going to put a new mindset into place to correct our soul from our mind, will, and emotions getting in the way. Now, let me tell you something right here now. Of course, there's more things than money. But Third John says this, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper spirit, soul, and body. God wants you to prosper in your soul. Your soul is a problem if you're not careful. You want to see that? Go look at your Third John. You'll find it in there. Third John 2. Okay, just go there, right? Read this. You need to write these scriptures down. I'm going to give you you all, and then you go back over these things, and you look at them, right? You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, you know 3 John, right? I didn't mess you up, did I? I'm not saying that you don't, you know what I mean? Not John chapter 3, but 3 John. Yeah, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. It's only one chapter. Sometimes I get confusing. You're doing a great job, Angela. I don't know how you put up with me. See it? 3 John, does that make sense? Did I mess you up when I said it the other way? Sometimes I do that. That was a test, Angela. You did good. The test, third, the third epistle of John. Did you feel good? I feel like I should put glasses on when I say that. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter four. Third two, let's look at verse two. Beloved, look what it says here. Now write these down. Right? Why are you laughing so funny? It ain't that funny. That's Stephen jerking around back there. He hides down there like I don't think I can see him. I see you, bro. Beloved. I wish above all things, Larry watching me like a ninja with that, that day. I'm a pain. You should have seen him in Brazil. They had like a hand thing. I was like, you in trouble, bro. They had a phone. I was like, you're going to be wore out. I'm like walking back. I was like, I like this place. They got a long ceiling over here, bright lights. My ADD kicked in, man. I was like, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, I like. I was like a little kid. You know, lights go on. Woohoo! I was like at the circus. Glory to God. They were making me happy. They like, you move a lot. I'm like, praise God. I'm losing weight. <laughs> Beloved, now write this down. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Now, that's a big question out of God. He said, look, I want you to be healthy and wealthy. And he said this, I wish that thou prosper and be in health. He said, I want you to be what? Wealthy first and healthy. Now, you got to have both. Don't get me wrong. you got to be balanced because money, you sick. 
You know what I mean? You see that, who's that one guy, that Amazon guy or Apple guy? The Apple guy died. He got all the money in the world. He can't buy no new parts. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you, what good is he? You got to have more than money. Man, money's the bottom rung with God. You know what I'm saying? Money's like the bottom rung with God. We all caught up with it because the earth moves by it. You know what I mean? Put the Dow Jones on, right? Funny. You want to know how the day's going to go? Watch the Dow in the morning, and I'll tell you how the day's going to go. That's how it rolls, bro. Right? It's the God's honest truth. People say, well, money ain't nothing. Money makes America move and the whole earth. And you think we ain't it? You trust me, man. You say something over here and something goes there, oil futures get messed up. Next thing you know, the whole stock market is shaking. Yeah, right? What happened? We're not going to dig. What happens when we're not going to dig? Whoop. We're going to dig. Whoop. They say one word. Whoop. The whole economy going up and down. Digging none. What are we digging? We don't even know. But guess what? The earth's moving by it. It's, 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 it's what we live in, guys. You got to be naive not to think it's true. So don't be on this goofy Christians got your head in the sand like an ostrich. Wake up. Okay? It's making the earth move. But you better make it move by faith. Look what it says here. I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Now, here's the key. Your soul's going to have to prosper if you're ever going to have wealth. Because you know what your soul's going to do? Fight you on all this thing. And money don't make nobody crazy. I was talking to this business guy, right? And it was funny. I said, you know what the problem is with money? It magnifies the cracks. That's all money does. It magnifies the cracks. And it produces pressure on cracks that nobody could see. But those cracks become crevices, and then they expose the real you if you're not careful. That's all. So, be, be, when you, man, I'll tell you what. Just start working on being righteous and living right. When the money shows up, man, that thing's going to be a tool in the hand of somebody that can wield it. It's just a character thing. That's all. You're going to get weary because money, man, if you can walk away from it, you mastered it. You know what I'm saying? Because people learn this. People learn this. There's more things than money. But we're talking about money tonight, so you can get a, I'm going to lay hands on you too. Because Deuteronomy 34 says you can impart wisdom to get wealth. And the impartation of wisdom will find you money. I'm going to pray for you. I felt like I was supposed to. The Lord said, lay hands on them. Let the wisdom stir up. Because some of you are got to get creative in this season of wealth. You know, remember that? I don't know. One God idea. You know, Pat said something. I think I told Paul this. Pat was here what, last Wednesday. I don't, know, I don't know. He was preaching all over the place. It was good. I was, you know, I'm looking in my spirit. He ran over there. He walked over that way. And he said, this is it. God ain't making no more land. Boy, I said, buy land. Man, I told you, right? I was like, man, it's time to buy land. I just felt it in my spirit. We're going to go buy some dirt. We'll buy it. Maybe some of you got to go buy some dirt. Go buy some dirt. Chill out. Don't just go buy nothing. Man, Brother Norval, right? Not to be picking on Brother Norval tonight, but praise me, guys, probably smiling in heaven. I handed, I ever tell you the story I handed out tracks in Fort Lauderdale Beach, Pastor Chris? I said, no, Brother Norville, you never told me that. He said, I had short shorts on. <laughs> he told me about them shorts. He said, I had my shorts on, and I put some tan lotion on, and I went and handed out tracks in Fort Lauderdale Beach. This a businessman. I said, oh, that's cool, Brother Norville. He said, no, let me tell you what happened when I came home. That's when he went to Crystal River. And we're driving with Zona. Property! Property! Pulled over the side of the road, built track homes. I seen them. When I went there to preach, made a couple million bucks, handing out tracks. You got to listen. That same voice that speaks to you, speaks to you in here, will speak to you about wealth. Buy it. Buy what? Don't let your head get in the way. You got to be sensitive to the spirit of God. Some things look real good, don't do it. Your head says yes, your spirit says no, don't get involved. It's going to cost you too much, amen? You got to learn how to be led by the spirit of God. Let's go over here to, see that? 
Beloved, I wish above all things that I prosper even as thy soul prospers. Amen? So now here's me. Your soul cannot clog what the Spirit of God wants to do for you supernaturally with the blessing. Because it will not receive it. You will be a rejecter in the soul because you'll never figure out how can God do this. I don't know how, but you got to unclog your soul. You want to see it? 2 Corinthians 10.3. This battle ain't flesh and blood. Sometimes you get strongholds. Look, I wrote this down, and then we're going to go look at this Philippians thing. Okay? Okay? You got these wrong thoughts. They show up, and they get in the way. Can I give you another scripture, too? Look at this one. Before you go to, where I say 2 Corinthians 10? Can we go to 1 Thessalonians 5.23, and then we'll go back to 2 Corinthians 10? 1 Thessalonians 5.23. See? Spirit, soul, and body. Now, you got to come Sunday. Sunday's going to be good. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy, and I pray, God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Lord. You got to get that, you got to get that holy trinity to connect. Spirit, soul, and body. Just like the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. See, your spirit man has to have the capacity to receive what the finished work of grace has already given you. But if your spirit man rejects it and your soulish man refuses it, you cannot walk in it. So you got to get your mind, your will, and emotions to basically line up to the development of your spirit and accept what the spirit of God is trying to give you in that blessing. So basically, you got to renew your mind. That's why he told you in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I, brought, I beseech you to brethren, do what? Not be conformed, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Why? Because the renewed mind has the capacity to do a beloved above a love of all things. I wish you were prosper even as your soul prospers. A prosperous soul is a renewed soul that sees the way God wants it to see and does not have a rejecting ability within it. Okay? Sunday, you got to come to church. I'm just going to tell you what. I'm going to show you a living demonstration. I'm going to need help in here. So, But here's what happens. Your soul is very powerful and very dangerous because it is given an image from the Holy Spirit. So it goes like this. God told me this for you guys. He said this. He said, you are a threefold nature of man with a, a, with a five-dimensional understanding. I said, that makes a lot of sense. I said, now, great, now pull out the physics ruler because I don't understand what he's talking about, right? I said, what do you mean? He said, you are, you are, you are a three-dimensional man, and you're a three-dimensional woman, right? Spirit, soul, and body. But you have a five-dimensional way of understanding. And I said, what's this five-way? He said, the Holy Spirit, speaking to your human spirit, speaking unto your, your mind, connecting your will and your emotions, and then finishing it in your body. So it's six dimensions. That's what he said to me. I wrote it down wrong. I got it in my notes right. I said it wrong. You're a three-dimensional being. Lauren's laughing because she, she had to pull six out. Your fault. You didn't bring out body today. No, I'm just kidding. Spirit, I am a spirit, have a soul, live in a body. Here's how the connection works. The Holy Spirit speaks to my human spirit. My human spirit now connects to my soul. My mind, my emotions, my will, all here, and in my body. By the time it gets to my body, I got to go through all those chains. If it doesn't come through purely, it'll be rejected somewhere along the way. If it gets rejected along the way, it won't bear the fruit it's supposed to bear. That's why it's not as, it's not as simple as it looks, but it's not as complicated as it can be because it has to be accepted. So what happens is if your spirit is, is strong, most people can't even get beyond the human spirit because it's not strong enough to receive what it is the spirit of God saying. 
Because it's like, well, how? Forget it. So now what happens is the Holy Spirit, remember he said this, how can you put new wine in an old skin? You put new wine in an old skin, the old skin will burst. So he put a new what? skin for the new wine. So now the Holy Spirit living in your spirit is now communicating with your spirit. But Proverbs 18, 14, I think it is. Don't go there. But a strong man's spirit could sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit, who could bear? So if your spirit's not strong, it can't receive what the Holy Spirit's saying, and you're rejecting before you even get there. Once we get through the strength of the spirit, which we're going to talk about Sunday, and get in the place, guess what comes next? Now my human spirit has to get the understanding of my mind to go with it. Otherwise, my mind will become the rejecter because my mind accepts and rejects. That's all your mind does. It is an information acceptor or rejecter. That is the design of your mind. It sees information, accepts, or rejects. Here's the kicker with your mind. If your mind absorbs it, we're going someplace because the Bible says this in Mark chapter 4. Don't go there. It says, the sower sows the word. These are they by the wayside. As such as when they hear it immediately, they receive it with joy. They receive it with joy. Let me tell you something right here now. I wrote, you better write this down. This is good. Why, <laughs> this is good. All right, God told me this one. This was important. That's why I got here. Your joy indicator is an indicator whether your soul has received what the Spirit of God has said. Your joy indicator, okay, or your joy meter is, an, is, is, is basically a, a tell or a, a, a communicating, communicating to a person whether you receive what the Spirit of God said. Okay? So your soul is, your soul response of joy is an indicator of whether or not your spirit has received what the Word of God has said. That's the best way to say it. Did you get that? Did you get it? Your, your soul Joy level is an indicator whether you received what the Spirit of God has said or not said. I believe joy, praise, that thankfulness right there is a rapid, 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 rapid accelerator to wealth. That's why he tells you God loves a cheerful giver, and that's why he said to those people, you praise me, and the earth will give its increase. That's why your response to the offering in the arena of your joy is a determining factor whether you're releasing faith or not for your finances. And I said this, God, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why'd you do it? He said, because I needed your soul to give me a response. Because if your soul doesn't give you a response, it's probably rejecting the word that it's heard. And joy is the indicator. God loves a cheerful giver. Why? Because he knows that if the cheerful giver has got his soul connected to what his spirit is trying to take him to, and that's why it's a natural outward sign of your response to the word of God. And it's an indicator to heaven that you're really accepting what you hear to be the truth. Does that make sense? So that's why when you give, you know, you go somewhere and you give and you got to rev these people up to get excited about it. Their soul has not accepted prosperity yet. You know, like you try to work it up like, hey, man, get me in there. Give me a little noise. They ain't got faith for it. They ain't got faith for it. That's a really good tell. God gave it to me. I'm going to show it to you over there. It's a rapid indicator, and it's a speed. But here's the thing. If you can start putting praise, what you're giving, it'll speed up the process of wealth in your life. Let all the people praise them. See it? 
It'll speed up the process. It'll rapidly accelerate it. Why? Because it's got the joy commitment to it. It has also the soul commitment. It's an outward sign of what you received inwardly, and it's an indicator not just of expression. It's an indicator of non being a rejecter. Do you see it? My soul let's give. Praise be to God. Let's give. That's a guy right there that has an understanding that my heart now has connected to what I heard about prosperity and the blessing. And I'm so excited to do it because my soul is so on board with this thing. I'm a wide open, I'm a wide open faucet, man. When do we give? Can we give more? How long till I gotta give? I'm so excited. I'm telling you it's the truth. Because why God said I love a chill forgiver. Because he wants the soul response to understand what the spirit of God is ready. Who made you rich? God made you rich. He became poor so you could become rich. He wants you more rich than you want to be rich. You're over there trying to figure out how you're going to get rich. Just get excited about getting rich. And don't worry about all the details of how it's going to get you. How in the world do I know how it's going to get you? Just don't screw it up. Now we're going to go slow now. Because I'm giving you revelation. Okay? Just go easy. Right? Because we got this scripture coming over here. You see that one over there? Spirit, soul, and body. First Timothy. What did I say? First Timothy. Was that the one I gave you? Five twenty-three. I think that was it. First Thessalonians five twenty-three. Was that it? Yeah. Look at that real quick. Yeah. First Thessalonians five twenty-eight. You all right? I'm gonna explain all these other ones to you. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto what? Unto the coming of our Lord Jesus. Your spirit is rich, but you need soul agreement. You got it? Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. How do I get soul agreement? Go to 2 Corinthians 10. You all right? You got a little bit more time? Are you seeing this? I asked the Lord. I said, he goes, man, I wrote it down. I'm going to read it. You want me to read it to you? I'll read it to you right out. I wrote it in my notes. Wait. It's in here. I've got to give you this thing. Because I want you to get that thing. That's the thing. The Lord, man, I had to type quick, man. Okay, here's what he gave me. Let me read this, and then we'll read that, and then we'll see how far we got. You doing all right? You're not getting over too much, is it? 2 Corinthians 10, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after flesh. I got like 10 more minutes. Is that good? That'll get you? And then you got to start, start sitting marinate. We could do it again. We ain't got to do it like for 19 hours. No, I'm being serious because I like this. I mean, I know it's a commitment to come on a Friday. You know but I mean? I'd rather do this with you guys that want to learn than sit in a room full of unbelief, and then we got to sit here for 14 minutes, try to fight through this mess, and nobody gets happy about nothing. I mean, it's like, I'm talking about your lineage. I'm talking about you retiring early. This is how you get there. You know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. Like, you go live your dream. Go have dreams and visions and all that stuff. Like, let me give you three more scriptures. You got it. Let me read that joy stuff to you. Because if you don't have joy connected, it ain't because you're an unemotional person. You have to have revelation. You figure out how rich you are, you be shouting. Okay? For we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Keep going. Right? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're what? Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now watch this. You get a stronghold in your soul, you got a problem. Cast down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Okay? Now read verse 6. I want you to see it. Having readiness to revenge all disobedience where your obedience is fulfilled. Now go back to 3. Pop it in the Amplified if you could, please, Angela. Okay? Now I want you to see this, and then you got to see this. So I'm getting these strongholds. They're fortresses you build in your mind or they're things. Well, you know, you got to remove all this nonsense. The church mess you up. Well, you just keep them poor and broke and we'll stay humble. No, nah, they ain't going to make no. You ever see poor people? They're mean. They ain't, they ain't unhumble about no poor person. They mean, man. Look, I'm going to be nice. I don't know what I mean. Go down to that homeless ministry. 
There's a lot of nice people. There's a lot of ornery people down there. Give me some food. Give me my plate. I got thickens. Chill out. Relax, bro. Get a job. No, I'll be serious. That's why, you know, they'll tell you it's true. I'm not about me. Not everybody, not everybody broke is humble. No, I'm not trying to be mean. Tell the truth, right? You know what I mean? They ain't fresh. You think you'd be happy, you know, what you make today? What you think this is? <laughs> what are we eating? Man, bro, you better shut up. What are we eating? Be happy you eating. I didn't pull that stuff in my house, did you? Ma, what are we, hey, Ma, what are we eating? Shut your mouth and eat what's in the plate, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Did you get that when you were a kid? Like, we got an order? Can we, make, can we put it in an order? <laughs> they like, you want to eat what's on the plate, man. <laughs> Come on, stop, man. You're over there at the homeless ministry. What are we having today? Like, what, you got an option outside of here? <laughs> Be quiet, bro. <laughs> quiet down there. That's why they don't let me down there no more. I screwed up the attendance when I show up. You know what I told everybody one Monday? I'm so bad I got to repent. No, I said to one Monday, I said, you know what Benny Hinn does? I just made preachers. I said, you know what Benny Hinn does on Mondays? Gets the day off. <laughs> you know what Bishop Jake does on Monday? Gets the day off. Somebody else, you know what they do? They get the day. I said, what did Pastor Dollar do? I like saying, I like saying, you know what Pastor Creflo Dollar does? I like that name, Creflo Dollar. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. So you know what Pastor Dollar does? I know his personal assistant, Craig, he's a real good guy. Right for years, he gets Mondays off. So you know what I got to do on Monday? Come down here and preach to you dudes. So y'all better get a job. I'm getting tired of coming down here on a Monday. They'll be looking at me. Pastor Chris, you so funny. You crazy. They want me to come back. I don't know why. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we're not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. Watch this now. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Now, you got to get rid of that fortress in your head of poverty. Now, your soul has got some jacked up ideas about money. Now, you got it. Now, listen to me, man. Look, my parents are here. You got parents. Man, you get mindsets about money if you ain't careful. They get passed down. And I'm not saying my parents are gold, you know what I mean? But y'all had it. Maybe you come out of the depression like, man, you can't be, you can't be squandering. Now, I'm not saying being a waster, but somebody gives you a money mentality about what wealth is, and then God comes in and blows the whole thing up. That's not a negative. Some of you got a poverty mentality. They're, now, one thing about these guys, they never said you can't afford. They, you know what I mean? They never done, I don't, man, some of you lived in that. You can't, we can't afford that. Some of you live in that can't afford world. Can't afford that, can't live there, can't drive that, can't have that. Who told you this stuff? Come on, you see what I'm saying? No, I'm telling you, listen to me, man. Some of you guys are like, we were so broke. Okay, maybe you were. You know, Pastor Liz, she'll tell a story. She's like, for one year, the kids, the kids, the kids are brutal on her. Like, mommy, oh, <laughs> Gigi, told them, don't tell her. Right? Gigi, 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 Gigi said something one day, something like this, and she said, I want new this. And then something, mommy said something to her, and she's like this. She goes, well, don't you know who my father is? My father's Chris Sarno. He'll get me anything. <laughs> Gigi told her, she said, daddy, ain't, daddy don't got that mentality, mommy. But it's good, though. I want her not to have that mentality. But Pastor Liz will tell you, like, when they were growing up a little bit, they didn't have that much. And they're like, you know, they had to give out what they can give out. Some of you got that kind of thing going on. It's okay. There ain't nothing wrong where you came from. Thank God you had love. Thank God you had something somebody else didn't have. Somebody got a whole bunch of money and they have nobody loving them. Listen to me. But I'm not saying about what you had in your house. I'm talking about the mindset you got about money. 
I'm talking about the hang-up you got. Like, well, we can't, we can't buy that. Why we can't? You know, we gotta, we can't go down there. We can't be buying that. We gotta buy the discount stuff. Listen, I understand you gotta save a little bit, but I want you to lose the discount thing in your head. I ain't saying go squandering money. You listen to me? I ain't gonna spend ninety dollars for a shirt if I could buy it for twenty bucks. I ain't stupid. Hello? You understand what I'm saying? But some of you got that stigma in your head a little bit. Like, we can't talk like that. You better shut up and start talking like the way I tell you to talk. That's not mean. You can't talk broke. You can't talk broke no more. Don't talk broke. You stop talking broke. Kid talk broke, say don't talk like that. Don't you talk broke. Don't talk we can't afford. Don't talk we can't have. Some of you got some stuff hanging in your soul. You got to get, man, I went to church, and these cats started writing checks. I got nervous, man. I had a religious thing going on for a minute there. These dudes were talking about giving money like big money. I said, well, how in the world did they get that money to give? I had to tweak my thinking. It tweaks your thinking. Because you know what it was? You got to remember something. You put God first. You always put God first. God will take care of all your stuff, but don't you put you first. Put God first. You know what I mean? And these guys were putting God first, and I didn't understand it because I was like, how in the world are you doing this? They put God first. And when you put God first, you have a different mentality. It's like, I'll eat what's left over, but I'm going to give God the best. Boy, I'll tell you what, when you start getting that mentality, you become a mess. Because now you're like, God gets the best. Man, oh, man, you know what happens then? He starts giving you his best. How you do? Look, if I gave you something and I knew you were going to give the best to God, who would you give more to if you were God? God ain't stupid. He making an investment in you. He knows what he's investing in. Look, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Come on, we got to go. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. You got some fortresses in your head you got to get rid of. Keep going. Keep going. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself against the truth and the knowledge of God. And we are taking captive every thought or every thought captive and basically what? And purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. You see it? So we got to find it. Where did that thought come from? Why can't you live there? Where did that thought come from? It didn't come from heaven. Why God care about giving you that stuff? Now, look, don't live beyond your means. They're going to do something stupid. But why can't you start believing at another level? Well, praise God, I'm writing right now. Good. That's a good place to be. Ain't no problem with that. Now you start getting ready. I'm getting my credit ready. Getting my what ready? Credit. See, Christians, they don't like planning. They're lazy. They just want automatic, fall out the sky. Ain't nobody going to just fall out the sky. You got to do the due diligence, and when the fall out the sky comes, you don't live on miracles, but if you get one, praise God. You live by faith. You go see Brother Paul. He show you how to set up and get ready for a mortgage. I'm telling you the truth. That's how you do it. You go see him say, hey, how do I get my credit ready for this so in a year or two I could be where I need to be? That's what I would do. And then you know what I would do right behind it? Who got a mortgage? If I want one, want a house, who got a house? Yeah, so. Be nice. So to somebody who's got their house paid off. Go for it. Everything got a seed, man. Everything in the seed form will produce the harvest. But you got to name that thing. You got to tell it where to go. It'll go right there. Watch right here. Watch this, right? Obedience to Christ. Keep going. Let me read the text to him and go. Being ready to punish every act of disobedience when your own obedience as the church is complete. You see it? You got to bring it captive. Because if you don't let it captive, it'll run rampant. Those thoughts will run rampant in your head. Because wealth is a mindset. You got, see this, look, wealth is an internal picture before it becomes an outward performance. It's an inward picture. You prosper on the inside, and then on the outside, it'll gravitate to you. It has, it has, it has a beacon. 
It'll come to you. I can't explain it. I don't understand it. But when you get a revelation of it, you'll manifest it. It attracts. Because you have a revelation. The revelation of the blessing will not make you proud, but it will make you bigger. Here's the thing. I deserve it. And that's a tough word right there. I deserve it not based upon what I did, but what he did. That's Philippians chapter 2. This is what I'm going to leave you with, and then we're going to go from here. I'm going to pray for you, okay? Philippians chapter 2, and I want you to see this, okay? And you can play. Philippians, is that good? Did you pull that in? Ain't no sense going for three hours in here, and then y'all, like, what do he say? This is how you start it. Now, let me tell you, this ain't easy, man, some of you got religion on you. We were Catholic, man. We were so jacked up. You know, the bucket came by. First time I went to church a couple times, they talked about giving. I'm like, this joker wants your money. They did, man. I thought it was like we didn't give no money at the Catholic Church. If we gave $5 on Christmas, we were breaking records. You used to give money there? I don't remember giving Jack. Maybe a dollar. When I walked in there, I was smart. I was like, everything's gold in here. They don't need no money. Gold Jesus, gold urn, <laughs> gold. Priest drinking out of a gold goblet. He got a gold cross. This place ain't broke. Vatican's loaded. They're the biggest land. You know, at one time, are they still the biggest landowners in the world? Is it, it's true, right? I'm telling you, listen, right? Didn't we talk about that? The Catholic Church is the, one of the biggest landowners in the world. They own more land than anybody. You know what I'm saying? They should prosper. All right, I see it. You know what I mean? But when I was a kid, I went in there and said, they got more money than they know what to do with. Give me that money. Come on, it's a joke, laugh. If you, if there be there for any consolation of Christ, any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, any bowels and mercies, keep going. We're going to read all the way like six. Fulfill my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, and what? And basically keeping that one accordedness in love. Okay, that's good. Watch this. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Now we're getting into it. Everybody here? Now watch this. We're going to go a little bit to like verse 6 or something like that. Really going to read to verse 10 if I could. And then we'll watch this. Let nothing be done for the strife of vainglory, but in loneliness of mind, let each other esteem others better than themselves. Okay, cool. Look, never, not, and I love this. This is my, this is my motto of life, principle of life. Look, not every man in his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. You start living like that, you start changing your mindset. I don't get up tomorrow figuring out what I'm going to, what I'm going to, what's everybody going to do for me. I get up every man looking on his own things, but every man also on things other. You become intentional about meeting the needs of others, your life comes easy. Because you don't get up going like, what's everybody going to do for me today? Forget that business. Get up tomorrow and figure out what can you go do for somebody. Now your life's going to start cranking. Because now it's not about just me. It's about what I can do, not what I can receive. That changes your look. You live in Ephesians. I told Luca it's the 2468 principle. I did. That's my principle. My principle is 2468. Philippians 2.4, Ephesians 6.8. If you can live by that, you will change your life. Because it says, whatever I do good unto men, God will do unto me. So whatever you do good unto man, God will do unto you. So I named it the 2468 principle. You live in those two scriptures, change your life. Because tomorrow you don't get up looking to see what everybody's doing for you. Because once you start being like that, you get disappointed, man. But when you start getting up and doing for others, man, it just life just changes. Because now I'm like, hey, what can I do for you? It ain't about what you can do for me. That's true relationship, and that's really true. True, true, true relationship begins when you just don't take, you just give. Relationship is not about receiving, it's about giving. They talk about that another night. Look not as old man, yeah, bro, beautiful, everything's on. Now, five, let this mind be in you. Now, you better get this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now watch this. 
Now this is, everybody say, this was Jesus' mind. Who being not in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Who being in the form of God, leave it right there for a minute, you're doing great. Who being in the form of God, this is Jesus, thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. Now he said, let this mind be in you. He ain't saying think like Jesus. He said, you need to think like this. What do you mean? He's saying, you being in the form of God, don't think it robber to be equal with God. You're a little lower than Elohim. Who is man that he is mindful of him that you made him a little lower than Elohim? A little lower than, not angels, a little lower than God. You ain't God, but you got God in you, and you're on the par of God. You think like God, well, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Why? Because I'm thinking higher than you thinking about you. Come on up where I'm thinking about you. I ain't thinking less than you. I'm thinking more than you because I made you in my likeness and my image and put my DNA in you. By the way, you are God. They get mad at you about this. What you mean I'm God? Yeah, you're, you're God in the earth. You're the prototype of Jesus. Know ye not that your body's a temple of the living God? Know ye not that ye are? What? He's the head. You're the body. Christ in you. Come on, man. God in you. You ain't God, but God lives in me. I'm the temple of the living God. Where is God? He's in me. Moved out of heaven. He moved in you. God's in you? You better believe it. How you think he got in there with the Holy Spirit? Hello, with the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Me and my Father will come and live inside of you. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask me whatever it is you will. John 15. He said, we'll come make our home in you. God lives in you. Me and my Father. What's Jesus talking about? Me and my Father. Who's Jesus' Father? God. He said, he come and live at home in me through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. God's living in you. You God in the earth. That's why the devil's scared of you. You ever figure out who you are, my God in heaven? You royalty, deity, supernaturality. You everything. You the earth, you the earth dominator, full of dominion. You tell, now listen, it comes by revelation. Let me read this and we can go. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal. God, look at verse 7. Then we're going to read it in the, in the uh, in it. but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of the servant, is made in likewise, and made in the likeness of men. Now watch verse 8. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Here we go. Keep going. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given a name above every name. Now go back to verse 5, and I want you to see it in the Amplified if you could. Could you pop that in the Amplified? Angel, you're doing so good. You're like a ninja with that thing. Having the same attitude in yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus, look to him as your example in selfless humility. Go. Who, although he existed in the form and unchanged essence of God as one with him, possessing the fullness of all the divine attributes, the entire nature of deity, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped or asserted as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it. Now pull that in. Pull that in. Now read verse 7. Just go slow. I'm explaining it. But emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity, but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a bondservant. Keep going. And being made in the likeness of men became completely human, but was without sin, being fully God and fully man. What's he telling you? He's telling you, you better put the same mind in you. You got to put it on. You got to put on royalty. You got to replace the thoughts of who you think you are and put the thoughts that God said you are. Because you don't know who you are. See, this is what I've been trying to tell people. 
Your future is not based on what you believe. It's based on who you believe. Because you don't know enough about you. But if you believe what I say about you, you can become it. <laughs> yeah, you put on God. And you walk around like you carrying God in you and on you because you are. Well, whose idea was this? I didn't make this stuff up one day. George, wake up and say, oh, this is a good idea. Let me write this. I read it about you. Who thought it was not Robert to be equal with God, but put on him the same form and fashion and likeness as a man, but fully God. That's what you are. You're the God man and woman in the earth. Well, how come this ain't man? Because we don't got a revelation of it. You don't demand what you do not have a revelation of. But once you got a revelation of it, you ain't got to say nothing. You say, I deserve it, not based upon who I am, but whose I am. And what I got when I got him. Now you start getting mad. I'm supposed to have it. Why am I supposed to have it? Because he gave it to me. And if ye Abraham's seed, you're an heir according to a promise. An heir. An heir. An heir according to a promise. That means I got an inheritance. I'm going to read to you this thing, and then I'm going to pray for you, and we're going to go. We'll pick it up again. We'll do it in a couple months again. Is that all right? We'll just take our time. I'm going to read to you what God spoke to me, though. You ready for this? This was that thing God spoke to me, okay? This was that thing about how he said about the joy. Because I got to read you this. This was, this, was, this, was all, this was all This was all. for you, okay? okay go, go to this last thing. 2 Corinthians 9, 6, 7, and 8, and we're done. And I'm going to read this joy thing. Then I'm going to pray for them. So if you guys can help me, I'm going to go real slow, Sean. Just these guys that want wisdom. I want to go to Deuteronomy in a minute. Just read this, okay? Ready? Now, I want to explain this to you. But he that sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and he that sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Every man according to as he purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. So I got that, right? And I'm like, he, he, I'm like, Keith, I'm like, what, what in the world is going on here, man, with this? Cheerful giver thing. And the Lord downloaded this on me. This is what I got. I wrote it when I was hearing it in my spirit. Okay? And this is how I got it. Joy is the connection of the soul. I'm just going to spit it out and you can go back and listen to it because it's a lot. Joy is the connection of the soul. That's how you know you're in agreement with the word of God in the spirit. When joy and praise is released in the soul, that means the spirit man has been received in your soulful realm. That's why God loves a cheerful giver. Because he hopes that the soul is in agreement with his word in the spirit. Now that seed and only that seed can grow. Joy without revelation produces no results. And revelation and joy produce God's results. Joy is an operation of the mind, will, and emotion. And it is a soul principle. If you can't find joy in it, you don't probably have the faith for it. So I want to just go back to this for a minute. Joy is of the soul. Now that's where, remember this? Now I want you to just write this down. Remember we've been in this, we, we've been living in this, and some of you made this a life motto, and it's probably the best thing in the world, and I'll talk more about this thing, about, about the Hebrews 4 and 12 and all that stuff. But I want you to think of this, Psalms 67, verse 3. Remember that? Let all the people praise thee. Right? We've been using that here. Psalm 67, 3. Let all the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let all the nations be glad and sing for joy. For the Lord, for thou shalt judge the people righteously. Govern the nations upon the earth. Right? Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then the earth shall yield her what? Increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. Praise. Now write this down. This is what the Lord said to me. 
Praise releases immediate change in your finances. Praise releases immediate change in your finances. And that's where that joy thing came from. Okay? Joy, that's how you know you're in agreement. Joy is from the agreement of the soul. Is that okay? Okay? You see that? So joy produces that agreement. That's what he was talking about praise. He said, let all the other praise him. Then the earth shall release its agreement. See, joy and praise, see that thing, that's, that's soul power. I'm telling you, soul power is important because it explains that you receive what the Spirit of God was saying to you. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's why I want a cheerful giver. He knows a cheerful giver is a soul that's accepted what the Spirit of God has already said. It speeds up the process of increase. It speeds up the process of increase. Amen? Is that all right? You see that? You pull that in? You see, that's what the Bible said. Joy releases the increase. But where's your joy at? I, don't, I ain't giving no joy when I give. You better start. You better start getting happy about it. It'll release the increase in your life. You seeing it? So you add it as an element. Praise the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And then as you start praising God, as you start giving, something starts changing. Is that all right? You see it? Now, your joy, joy is an indicator. Now, here's what I'm telling you, right? And I'm done. We'll take an offering now, and I want you to take it with faith. We'll do it. The ushers will come. And if you're going to give, we're going to pop that give thing up. But this is just, there's no pressure here. See what I'm saying? So here's what happened. Watch me, though. Don't miss this, because don't, don't move this moment. The Holy Spirit speaking to your human spirit, and that thing right there, that soul is sitting there going, I don't know if I'm going to receive this. When this area here turns in agreement, that flow starts hitting until it goes right through and manifests in your life. It'll overtake you, the blessing. But you got to put faith in the blessing to get increased to hit your life. You can't look at your finances. You can't look at where you came from. You got to look to heaven because heaven's where this thing came from. The blessing came because Jesus went on the cross and took the curse. If he took the curse, would he leave you? He left you the blessing. Oh, well, what's the blessing? Deuteronomy 28. Increase. He took the curse and gave you the blessing. Now, wait a minute. Now, here's the reason what I got for you tonight with this. What is your soul stopping you from receiving if it cannot accept it? Everything God's got for you. Don't let it get in the way. Renew it. Renew the process of the soul and let the change take place. Amen? You ready? Are you ready to sow? We're going to get ready to sow, and you're going to get ready to receive. Amen? So just get ready to do what you're going to do, and then I'm going to pray for you, because if we get this out of the way, then the ushers can have time. So tonight, like I said, there ain't no pressure, but I feel like sometimes you seal your seed with the gift that you give God. You know, this week, as I was thinking about sowing to the Lord, I really felt like this. I don't know what's in your heart. You know what I mean? You be willing. You be obedient. You eat the good of the land. But don't let, the, don't let your soul block where God's trying to take you. And let me tell you something about this financial thing. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's got to happen. Is that all right? You understand what I'm saying? It's got to happen. It's got to happen. And the only way to get it in that dimension of it is seed. It's the only way to get there. You sow. And this is what I want you to know, and I want you to really keep this. Your soul has to be renewed to prosperity. Because I told you, man, I was, in, I was listening to that CD. I'm going to tell you right here now. I was listening to that CD. I think I told a couple of you. And Dr. Avanzini said something. Man, it messed me up. He said, oh, he was in the seminar, and he started talking. 
And if you're watching online, you want to give, you know the text to give. He said this, man, it blew me out. I'm sitting there listening to this thing, and he said, God's first miracle was on a luxury item. And I said, you got to be kidding me with this guy, really? How can you, what, you get you? He said, it, it kind of got me. I said, it kind of got me, you saying it. It tweaks you. What do you mean, God's first miracle was on a luxury item? Shouldn't talk like that. It was. And it changes the way you see the kingdom of heaven. Turning water to wine was a luxury. And this is the beginning of miracles which Jesus did. What? Don't you think maybe you should open some blind eyes first, bro? Yeah, I'm just not right for your religiosity of yourself. Like, shouldn't you maybe, oh, oh, and he went and he healed some crippled, you know? No. He said, I turned water to wine. A luxury item. Now listen, we understand God's depth is beyond that, but here's what I'm trying to tell you. How am I looking at it? I'm looking at it with religious eyes is what you're doing. You can't say that. You shouldn't talk like that. It's true. And you have no problem doing it. He didn't have no problem doing it. Donnie, he didn't have no problem doing it. He just did it. And this being the beginning of miracles, he turned water to wine. What do you mean he turned water to wine? He didn't know wine. He did it anyway. He didn't do it wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. But he produced a luxury item in the lives of people that he did not have to do. So maybe I'm not looking at wealth the way I should look at wealth because wealth don't mean nothing to God. He got plenty of it. You see what I'm trying to say? He has no problem prospering you. I'm not trying to come at you from some angle, but it starts letting you look at God a little different like, man, he did do that. Why did he do that? Why did he, why, why did he do it the way he did it? I don't know. I ain't God, and I don't want to know. But I know this. He'll take care of your needs and your wants. You better believe it. And here's the thing. What you mean? Just, oh, God, I'm the Lord, thy God, that meets thy needs. No, I'll take care of your needs and your wants. And I'll do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or take. I'm trying to take you to another level of increase. Well, why do you want to take me to another level of increase? Because God needs the money. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to leave you alone. God needs somebody to fund this stuff he's got all around the world. And the minute you say, God, use me, you better get ready. You better get ready. You better get ready. Because how is God going to do it? Vision. Vision. Vision produces demand. And once the vision gets bigger, there's greater demand. Well, guess what that means? Supply, the commanded blessings got to come on somebody. God doesn't do nothing counterfeit. It ain't coming fake. It's got to come through somebody's obedience. Man, you might as well be, you know, be the conduit that God flows through. Be the pipe that God flows through. Be the channel that God, be the, come on, be the flow that God flow. Come on, be the flow. Be the flow. Be, don't stop. Don't block the flow. Don't let your soul block the foe. It'll block it. I don't know how. You're blocking it. Don't block it. Amen. So the ushers are going to come and serve you. Hold your seat in your hand with me right now. Just hold it in your hand. Hold it in your hand. Say this out loud. Say this out loud. Say this out loud. Say, Lord, this is my gift. I give it to you. I heard the word. I thank you for revelation knowledge. And I thank you for changing me according to your word. Prosper me. Show me. Lead me, guide me, help me. I'm sowing. And if you're sowing online, you say the same thing with us. Say this out loud. Say, Lord, my seed seals the word I heard and brings increase into my life. Let me prosper and show me how to increase. This seed 
is a gift to you. My gift to show you, I believe you, God. I believe it and I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The ushers are going to serve you. Go ahead. Come on. Now listen now. Now listen. This is what I felt in my heart. Here, I'll help you. This is what I felt in my heart. Really felt this. Really was really good. I felt like, man, I didn't know what I was supposed to do, you know. And then the Lord gave me that. It's Deuteronomy 34, 9, I think. Let me look. Yeah, Deuteronomy 34, 8, 9. Isn't that right? Yeah. Deuteronomy 34, 8, 9. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. And so the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Look at verse 9. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And I asked the Lord, I said, well, Lord, how do you find a point of contact? God said, I really felt the Lord reminded me of the scripture. He said, lay hands on them and impart wisdom. And wisdom will give you access to whatever God has for you financially. Because I have no idea what you need. Some of you got businesses, offices, career stuff, inventions. I don't know what you got, but I know wisdom will draw it out of you. So I'm going to lay hands on for them, the, them that you really believe. This. And Pastor, I believe when you lay hands on me, wisdom will be released to me. It ain't for everybody, but it, it, I ain't going to tell you who it's for. But for you that believe, man, that's for me. I want you to come up here. I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm going to lay hands on you. Believe God for the impartation wisdom. If it's the whole building, we go slow. Don't worry these guys out. Tony's trying to take the name tag with him. We're stealing in church. Praise be to God. I'm just kidding. Amen. And uh, oh my God, you're going to overwhelm these guys. Oh my God, they thought they were getting a day off. They're not. Come on. Come on. Take one step up, single file. And then I need your help. Some of you take one step up. There you go. Some of you, yeah. Just like, I don't want nobody in front of nobody. I don't know. You might fall out. You fall out. I promise you somebody will care. It's the whole church. All right. So somebody watch the back door. Don't let nobody sneak out of here. Glory. And then, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And here we do. Why don't we do this? Jeff, you help me catch. Slide back and help catch, and then I'll pray for you. I'll put you to work. You get the double that way, all right? We're going to go real slow. Close your eyes. Wow, Daryl's sliding in there like a race car driver. He's like, rant, rant. He went in there. All right. Now, listen. We're going to go real slow. It's the whole building. My God in heaven. All right. Now, listen. Close your eyes and just believe God. I don't know what God's going to give you, but I'm, I'm, I'm working like you're working tonight under the direction of the Holy Ghost. Is that all right? I read it in the Bible, right? Impartation of wisdom. God might give you one idea, save you 30 grand. You might go, hey, I'm going to go call my insurance tomorrow. They give you a deal. I don't know. Something's going to happen. No, I know that. You need wisdom. Maybe you're going to expand your business. Wisdom. I don't know what they need to do, but you do. And then I pray for all you guys because y'all got business in you. I'm going to go real slow. I just, I know some of your names, so I'm going to believe it. When I lay hands on the impartation of wisdom, Mr. Smith is coming on you right now. The impartation of wisdom is coming on you now. Paul, just like they said, that's why Paul laid hands on Timothy and parted. Joshua stood there, took what Moses gave him, put it in him, got wisdom. The Bible says it. We believe it. Deuteronomy 34, 9. Wisdom's coming in you now in Jesus' name right there. Praise the Lord. Heaven with the impartation of wisdom. I release it now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. Let wisdom overtake him in Jesus' mighty name. The impartation of wisdom coming upon him now in Jesus' name. Now. Shout out, ba, 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 ba. the wisdom of God coming upon you right now in Jesus' name. Wisdom. In Jesus' name. Wisdom right there. There it is. Oh, there it is. 
Wisdom overtakes you. Let the wisdom of God overtake him right now in Jesus' name. Wisdom coming upon him now. Jesus' name. Wisdom of God's coming upon her now. Now, 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 now. The wisdom of God's coming upon him now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus. God, let the wisdom of God come upon Billy supernaturally right now. Supernaturally right now. Creative impartations and let the wealth. Wealth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next season, wealth coming upon you. Wisdom. Let the wisdom of God. Let the wisdom of God. Oh, yeah, let this be the greatest season of increase. Wisdom. Oh, God, coming upon it. Oh, yeah, supernaturally right there. Supernaturally right there. Supernaturally right there. Let him see and let him know greater than ever before. Let him see and let God equipping. Oh yeah, both of them, God. Wisdom, wisdom, with impartation of wisdom for demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. Sapangle mende le bra ba 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 remengle mendele. Wisdom. Wisdom. To see and to know what to do and when to do it. Timing. Supernatural timing of God. This next season will be the best season. Yes, Lord. Yes. Let him see it. Wisdom. The wisdom, the power, and the anointing. This next season, let them see. Let them see it. Let them both see it. Jesus. Now. Wisdom. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Impartation right now of the wisdom. Impartation of wisdom in Jesus' name. Sambre, gingle, mingle, 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 mangle, mingle. Wisdom of God's coming upon you. The wisdom of God right there. There it is. Jesus, there it is. Right there. There it is. Jesus, right there. There it is, right there. Thank you, Lord, for George. Wisdom. Wait, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, 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 now. Yeah, you're going to see it. Top of your head, sole of your feet. You're going to see it and know it. You're going to see it and know it. You're going to. It's going to come to you. And when it comes, you're going to say, oh, that's it right there. That's it right there. That's the thing right there. That's the thing right there to do. You're going to know it. It's going to bear witness with it. In Jesus' name. Wealth, 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 wealth. No more lack. The power of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming on. You're no more worrying about it. You're not going to worry about it. Hey, hey. It's the power of God coming on you. It's coming on you right now. The power of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wealth. Increase. Wisdom. Wisdom. The wisdom of God. 
wisdom. Wisdom of God. You good? Wisdom. Close your eyes. Watch this. Wisdom. Wisdom. It's in the Bible. Wisdom. Impartations of wisdom. It's impartation of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. The wisdom of God's coming upon you right now. 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 Wisdom's coming on these people. Supernaturally. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Increase. Oh, increase. 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 Increase now. 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 Wisdom. 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 Whoa. Wisdom. An impartation for wealth at a greater level. Impartation for a greater level. In for the both of you. In Shimbre in You're gonna see it and know it. 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 Wisdom. There it is. Watch it work. Hey. Theo, come here. You'll make more money you ever made in your life. Lift your hands to heaven like that. Just stay right there. Get ready. You just keep keep coming. That's all you gotta do is just keep coming. Wisdom. Right there. Right there. Top of your head, sole of your feet. 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 Oh, there it is. Oh, wealth, 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 wealth is coming upon you. Greater in capacity. Greater in capacity. Greater in capacity. Wisdom right there. Wanna go that way? I don't know if we got. Alright, get it all ready. Close your eyes. Wisdom. Wisdom right there. There it is, right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. The Bob, brand new season. Wisdom. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. That's what the Bible said. Wisdom, wisdom will come upon you. 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 You wanna sit in your chair? Is it better to sit in your chair? Wisdom's coming upon my mother. An increase. She sowed seed from decades ago and let them seeds come to fruition and come to harvest and let change and transformation come upon her life. And God, kingdom, kingdom favor is going to hit her life. She's been given all her life. And Lord, let increase come from in the north, south, east, and west. Let it find her and track her down in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Wisdom's coming on you now. Yeah, right there, right there, right there. Power in Jesus' name. Mambre este unfra dele mandolo ba kalamata. Shebre ke le bronda i kalabashtike. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We gotta pray for Kita. Yeah, we gotta pray, 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 pray. Wisdom's coming on you. Yeah, yes, yeah, the seasons. Seasons of favor. Now, 
Let the wisdom of God come upon you and increase, 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 increase. There it is. It'll come on you like that. That's how it comes. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. It comes on you. It's wisdom. It comes on you. It's, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what God's going to tell you. He might tell you, call it. I don't know what he's going to do. But he's God. He's do it. He'll do it, though. Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's how he know the words. Wisdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wealth. Wealth for the kingdom and wealth for you. Every everything trying to hold back ain't gonna be held back. They're gonna lose even more money. They're gonna give you more money. More money. More money. 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 I believe an increase is gonna come upon some of you guys greater than ever before. And then Tony, I gotta pray for you guys because you guys do the giving. By the pouring out. I'm telling you, listen to me. Get one idea from God, change your life. I'm believing God, you ride by and God, like the Lord spoke to Brother Norville. Why not? I just, I'm telling you, seriously, it just happened this week. Somebody said this. God said this. I said, do it. Do it, man. A willing and obedient people eat the good of the land. I can't explain it. But you be led of the Lord. You don't do nothing crazy. People get crazy. This, oh, I'm going to go. Nah, nah, nah. Test it. God ain't got no problem. You playing ping pong. Throw it back up. Let it come back down. God, you really want me to do this? Throw this back up. Come back down. Boy, when it comes back down, you know. And it's sometimes like these guys retire, you know what I mean? But retire don't mean you're going to lose income. You're, you're not going to lose a dime. Increase right there. It'll come on you. It'll come on you. It'll come on you. What you're believing to see. In Jesus' name. Jerry, get ready. Jerry, you got, you're going, man, you're a giver. You're a sower. So get ready. Bam, increase. Favor. Wow, I seen it. You know what? You're going to get favor from unsaved people. Unsaved, un, 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 I'm telling you, unsaved people are going to give you favor. I just seen it. When it happens, happen. Look at it. Uh-oh, big money. Lord, I thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for letting increase come upon. Let favor come upon. God, give them wisdom. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, God, for wealth. God, he worked hard and sowed seed and gave and did. And Lord, increase, let God ideas, supernatural, satisfying him in favor. And wisdom and increase in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We got to pray for Sean. And we get everybody, we got to pray for you too. I don't know who's going to catch you. Ain't going to be me. I hold them. Lord, I thank you. Let increase, let favor, let the blessing, and let wisdom come upon him in Jesus' name. And Lord, let him prosper like never before. And let increase come upon him now in Jesus' mighty name. 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 Amen. And Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to come up here too. You guys are a team. Wisdom. The pressure of provision isn't easy, but you've been faithful. An increase is coming on you. Biz businesses are going to be released. More work just coming. You're like, how in the world? Don't worry about how. Just know He will. To increase you, God bless them for their faithfulness, and let wisdom come upon them. Let increase 
increase come upon them supernaturally, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We believe it and we release it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I believe it. And listen, you just lift your hands to heaven. I felt this word. I'm going to pray for those people watching. I believe increase is coming upon you because you come to a meeting like this. Does that make sense? You could have been doing anything you want to do on a Friday night. You people watching, you could have done anything you want to do. But you came to hear about increase. It ain't my increase. It's God's increase. Oh, yeah. It's, it ain't God. It's not my increase. It's God. Like, God didn't write this stuff. This God idea. I gave you scripture, told you everything the word of God said, right? God's going to prosper you because he wants to prosper you. He took the curse to put the blessing on your life. Well, what's the blessing? So much room you cannot contain it. Look, isn't that the blessing, man? Did you read your Bible with me? So much you cannot contain it. Well, whose idea was that? Did I come to you and say, hey, Jerry, you know what? Uh, you can't contain it. No, that wasn't my idea. I didn't come to you and say, Carrie, you know what? I'm going to give you so much stuff you can't. God said so much room you can't contain it. Well, why in the world are you arguing with it? Because you don't know nobody with it like that that serves the Lord. But you'd be the first one. You know what I'm saying? Like all your lost friends got all this money. They, how they get all that money, all these lost people? You know how they got it? They got it. They got it. They got it the same way you're going to get it. This is going to happen. They worked hard, though. Don't get me wrong. You got to work. But guess what? They, shouldn't you get it? Reigns on the just and the unjust. You know what that means? People out there get it. You're going to get it. And why are you going to get it? And then when you get it, you can say, I know how I got it. God made me rich. Why are you the best business in the whole organization? God made me rich. I got godly principles. You start magnifying the Lord. I had this guy this week call me up. He said, man, you started talking about all this stuff. The next thing you know, I had pressure. Pressure's coming, man. If you don't like pressure, you're in trouble. But if you like money, you're going to have to live in the pressure and navigate. You know what I'm saying? You got to ride on top of the pressure. Say, here it comes. Don't worry about it. God's got me out right before I got in there. Because that's what it is. Just take a deep breath and go, God, you got me out. You get me out. You get me out. But here's the thing. You're going to prosper. He said, I'll prove me. I didn't say prove me. God said prove me. Prove me and see. If I'll not open up a window of heaven and pour you out a blessing, you can't contain it. You can't. Man, some of you better go clean up your garage. You're getting ready to fill it up. With stuff you what? Cannot. It's his idea. What's going to happen you get a revelation of that? Go. Can't contain it. Glory to God. I'm getting new shoes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Or the lady said, you should have laughed louder, louder, clapped like that. New bags. Hey, come on, somebody. Come on. You, no, I'm being serious. Uh, you're getting into natural stuff. What's God? What do you, what, what do you mean natural stuff? What, what do you, what can you, the only thing you could buy with money is natural stuff. What do you think money's for? I'm telling you, listen. Get ready. And start thanking God. Thank you, God, I'm prospering. Now, see, whatever you become praiseful for, you become magnifying in your life. I'm telling you, that praise speeds up that money. Remember I read it to you? Praise the Lord. All, all the people praise the Lord. It speeds up the process. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise God. You start thinking about money, tomorrow you get up, thank God. Thank God he's meeting your needs. He'll do it. He'll do it. And I'm going to tell you what happens when he does it. When he does it, increase is going to hit your life. And you're going to see increase is going to come on his life, his family's life. So, Lord, I thank you for increasing wisdom in Jesus' mighty name. 
Let the power of God fill him to overflowing and let increase hit him, Lord. He's been faithful to take a step of faith and the step of faith is not going to lead to no sorrow but only increase in his life in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, stand up on your feet, lift your hands to heaven. You guys did great. It's 9.03. You got it all done in an hour. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.